everyone. Welcome to episode two of Tea and Cake. We are here. We are back in the business of things. Um, today we're going to be discussing something very close to home. Yeah, we're going to be talking about um, GBV, gender-based violence, um, specifically to South African women. It's us trying to um, highlight our experience because as you know we live in the number one rape capital of the world so i think that yeah. we have a different set of rules living as um women and girls in this country so we're gonna try to <clears throat> highlight like our experiences specifically but it's not limited to that yeah we're gonna go into it obviously from our perspective and i just want to put forward a trigger warning in this episode there's going to be everything triggering in terms of abuse physical abuse uh, sexual abuse emotional there's going to be a lot of mentions of assault there's going to be scary statistics and figures so just from our hearts genuinely if you're not in the right mental space to listen to this then yeah then just Mm -hmm. don't um and that's nothing bad on you (coughs) i can understand that it can be very triggering for uh people in close proximity with these events or people who have been victims of these events yeah okay so um there's no real way to go about this but before we were talking about Actually, before we were before we came onto the podcast, we were researching um, an article on GBV, and we just launched into a discussion. And I was like, "No, no, no, no! We need to press record. <laughs> we didn't say this for the podcast." <laughs> yeah, but that yes, there's always. I think we. This is a topic that we could speak about for forever. I don't think there's a time limit on like honestly, no, how much we could say. Yeah, I think every time that we're together, it comes up in the conversation and that's because it's it's part of our daily lives Mm. it's not even something that could be set aside to oh this will happen once in you know yeah a couple of months yeah it's not that we're like bringing up past experiences or just speaking about reoccurring or not reoccurring about things that have happened in the past we are speaking about reoccurring events that happen every day. Every day. And not maybe maybe not to us every day, but to people we know, to people in the media, things that we see. And as much as it's exhausting for men <laughs> to be constantly hearing about feminism and us speaking about this, it's always that thing of imagine how exhausting it is for us. Exactly. I'm like, if you're going to get tired of hearing us, then maybe just stop doing it exactly it's like stop perpetuating you are the problem but then you get uh irritated when we are begging you to maybe stop causing the problem so as long as like gender-based violence and inequality between the genders exists i don't think women are ever obligated to to be quiet about it to be quiet and to accommodate like i don't know what your emotional space as a man of not wanting to have fingers pointed at you why are you so worried about that just just support us we're going through a lot um at the beginning of the episode t mentioned that we're in the number one uh rape capital of the world and it sounds 
very intense to say, but from a statistical point of view and from approved articles and an experiential point of view like let's not just talk about statistics because i know that that's what like people that are removed from the situation always are like demand of us is oh where's your statistics where's your factual information yeah where's the facts the factual information is the things that i experience in my life in my daily life that's the factual information you can't gaslight me out of my experiences by saying well um it's it doesn't mean anything if it isn't backed up by facts so the uh, fact of what happened yeah being like catcalled at the spa doesn't mean anything if there's not like a percentage to back it up that doesn't make sense to me so if you're one of those people that's like feelings over or facts over feelings um if you guys don't have anything to back what you're saying up then i don't have to listen to you then you're probably um you're probably like one of the perpetrators that we're talking about you're probably an abuser you're probably like an undercover and you're in the wrong place yeah yeah you need to probably just look at yourself and your emotional empathy intelligence all of that just review the compassion you have for human beings and like real experiences if you don't have any heart in you just say that and go (laughs) because this is not the space because it's so it's so irritating because the first thing that happens when you speak to another and it's usually men about your experience this is what i'm gonna say the entire like episode and maybe this whole podcast but this is not a space for like fragile men who if uh, you're gonna come here with your not all men then yes not all men out of here like just walk out (laughs) what's that that tiktok i would have to what make it easier for todd <laughs> i mean who is todd <laughs> it's fine. and yeah i don't have to say anything in a way that makes it easier for you to digest if you're not able to take accountability or even just sympathize empathize with our experiences the way that we want to say them or the way that we want to portray them then you know we're not forcing you but at the end of the day that just means you're not um you don't care as much about other people as you think you do you're not strong enough to be empathetic yeah no you're not strong enough you're not like good enough you're not yeah you're not good you're just not enough it's just like (laughs) okay oh yeah that's just what we're saying we're not here to deal with fragile men but going into gbv from a very yeah a very serious angle gbv by definition is gender-based violence and it is encompassing the disproportionate mistreatment in any way of a certain gender due to the societal structure that they are under. And if you put that in simple words, we are living in a patriarchy, okay? Societal structure. And as, as a consequence of that, which gender do you think is going to be more marginalized? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> People are like, oh, but like men also experience things. Men are also oppressed. Men are- no, no. <laughs> Love not under patriarchy. Not in. Not no, in no, the no, same no. way. I think what you. I think what you mean to say. What you mean to say, is that men are oppressed by other men. Okay, you need to finish your sentence right. Like, we all learned how to use full stops. In yes. Like English. Yes. So it's like. That was a comma. It's like yes. Men are uh, <laughs> oppressed as well, comma, by, by other, other men, men. Right? Um, in the system <laughs> that we live in, 
the entire world actually we're not just this the patriarchy because we like what uh, we're not in a like herd of elephants yeah. we're not no one's living under a matriarchy nobody <laughs> and there's not even i don't even think that we could come close to saying there's a country in the world that there's is probably an equal balance. probably a street in the world <laughs> maybe one little street one house <laughs> one home um yeah so it applies to the entire world but yes because it's a patriarchy it disproportionately affects women and girls and people that are gender non-conforming so if you're a man and you're like oh well i don't like the sound of that then i'm doing my job but i'm happy exactly exactly i am here to irritate and anger and hate men so anyway (laughs) when (laughs) no but listen when we hear men saying that they're oppressed it's as pay um well as pay that's me as t (laughs) said (laughs) it's by other men or your version of oppression inverted commas is just being held accountable to not like i don't know emotionally manipulate and abuse and be terrible to the world around you yeah no and and it's either that or it's the age-old uh counter argument of but men are also men are affected because we're not allowed to show our emotions and men are affected because we're expected to be providers and men are affected because of this and mm-hmm. it's like even this stupid argument that's been added now that like women get privileges based off of the fact that they're women like you can <gasps> go to a club and go and get in for free that's a privilege do you do you know that that's also an effect of that's, misogyny that's, yeah that's misogyny you know why they do that because they know that if more women can get into the club more men are gonna want to come and pay to get in so they can pick up those women or take advantage of them most likely so, so if you have a brain that's bigger than the size of a walnut and something that could follow you could probably logic. you could probably figure that out for yourself but at the same time i could see why a lot of men can't so we are here to explain we're here to explain the nuances that should be obvious but are not. At the same time with the thing of emotional expression and mental health, the thing that everybody is going on about, including feminists, including women, is oh men are men's mental health needs to be spoken about more, men's mental health needs to be um, you know, taken seriously. And I used to be there, and I'm not saying that I'm not there anymore, but I used to be there without any um, malice, without mm. any, like, you know, I was always there, like, yeah, you know, that's actually a bad thing. But I feel bad for men yeah. that they can't express their emotions. And then I got to a point where you learn that... The you have only, to go to the root of it. Yeah, you. the only reason that men can't express their emotions is because of other men. Because it's because of, of the system that you created. Yes, because of the patriarchy. It's like, and yeah... If you're a if you're a piece of shit person, you're probably gonna be sitting here. And I don't know if you're like triggered by this in the sense that you're a man that doesn't like hearing women talking about our rights. Hearing like honesty. Yeah. Then, then I don't know why you're listening to this. Do you have like a do you have like a, a degradation kink? Do you have like a pain <laughs> kink? Like, do you want us to like you're, tell you you're, you're in the wrong place? <laughs> um. Yeah. So it's just like men are the reason that other men cannot be emotional. Men so are the reason that other men. Um, have to be providers because you guys shame each other into these things exactly like, women have never done that out of our own we learn that 
from the patriarchy exactly. and from the men in our lives that men are not allowed to be emotional but that's not us by nature no we we accept and embrace emotional expression and you guys are the ones that look down on it or you know find it to be inferior to um like raw intellectual capacity and that's the reason why men are not allowed to cry and men are not allowed to be emotional mm. and the only emotion that you're allowed to show is anger because it's like boosts your and in that case men are highly emotional no yeah that's why because that's the only emotion that they're allowed to express for you of their own accord you of know, their own accord because see, of other men it's yeah. it's it's the doing of the patriarchy that man so wonderfully crafted these past 2000 years of modern civilization that we are in the position that we are today mm. those norms that maybe even women would push and be like oh but why is this man crying why is that's not something that you will follow naturally mm. or instinctively because yeah. if a if a woman is going to be nurturing or is going to want to cry over something then why would she look at another person whether a man or a woman and say oh no but this is but this is wrong that's a sign of weakness yeah. it's it's not it's the social indoctrination mm. as an effect of the patriarchy um yeah <laughs> I mean and also what we wanted to get into with this episode was because people are so big on well you guys just talk about hating men and you talk about the patriarchy because it's like a thing now and it's like a trend and you don't have anything to actually base that off of and nothing's happened to you guys so I don't understand why you're so um big on this and what we wanted to add into this episode was maybe a few menial personal experiences let's be Let me be clear. This is not even half of what we actually experience. It's not even a quarter of experience. So what I'm about to what we're about to speak about is not even um the worst of it. So if you are already like oh my word that's If like you're already crazy it, like oh know? that's too much and then it's 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 yeah, more. There's more. <laughs> there's a lot more that we will not get into because of the emotional and just mental impact. But um so something as small as like what i said earlier going to the supermarket as small inverted commas as which small, is actually yeah, inv- which is actually bad it's which is it actually listed as an assault it shouldn't be normal and the thing is people these things are so normalized that people are like well why would you get upset by that it, it wasn't really bad if you look at it or if or you look back like, at it it's, it's like, a compliment yeah no Yo. that's the worst is when you get catcalled or you know just like weird creepy stares from men in in like any place you're, that you're supposed in. to take it as complimentary and then you tell somebody and you're like you know this made me feel very uncomfortable and very it dehumanized me and then they're like but you're taking it too seriously like it's it's a compliment you know they said oh hey beautiful or oh hey you know just shouting random words and i never understood that because even women sometimes yes. would say those things it's like yeah but you're taking it too seriously they're just complimenting you and i used to try to like you know gaslight myself and say well maybe they are maybe they are just complimenting me and i'm just being too mm, sensitive no and then you get to a point where you actually 
meet a decent person that compliments you in a way that doesn't make you feel because that's the thing we're not saying we've we've been out there and not actually gotten what is you know yes. genuinely classified as a not, com- compliment from yeah them. we're not like stupid we understand the difference between somebody being creepy and somebody being genuine and when you experience a genuine compliment there's none of that like discomfort that, and fear yes and your gut telling you like yes. okay this is bad this is wrong because yeah i've been like in the gym at places and men have been like decent and they're respectfully like, okay, like you know, wow you're looking good and, and i would come back and be like that's so nice of them like i feel so good mm. because that's what happens after you get complimented you feel good about it you don't feel insanely endangered yeah, and have your like fight or flight trigger yeah and yeah don't gaslight yourself into thinking oh why am i feeling this insane survival instinct exactly it's not even your brain it's your body telling you that it's it's that you're in danger so i don't think you should be questioning Mm. your gut instincts to that extent um and just going you know i mean that one time when we were at a friend's house and oh my word and i will always use this as an example because it's the because one time that so i can that like i can remember with with certainty that you know people will never people don't really know how to respond when i tell them this or it's something that really gets them thinking especially men when we were still in matric i am um, there was a day when we had civvies and civvies is like for international listeners civvies is when we just like wear normal clothes to school yeah because we wear uniform every day yeah and yeah then we would have yeah like civvies days where we just dress up nice and after school we went to a friend's house and she literally lived across the road from a A roman's pizza uh, pizza place Yeah. yeah it was literally across the road like we could walk there and come back with ease and that's what we decided to do. We were like, okay, cool. It's like across the road. We'll go pick up the pizza and then we'll come back. And Walking not even, wh- what is the width of a of Yeah, a I don't know, like a few meters. A few meters across yeah. the road. And we went to pick the pizza up. We were walking back home. And out of nowhere, this car drives past and the windows roll down. And it's these two men in the seats, in the passenger and driver seat. And... I can't remember. I can never ever remember what they say, but I always remember how oh, it felt. Oh no no no! They they were like, "Ladies, can I have a slice?" Can I? And they were just asking a bunch of very what suggestive suggestive things. Yeah. And bro, like we we walked over the street and walked back and were uh, like assaulted. Yeah. We we basically didn't even leave the house. Like we didn't even go like. A kilometer. We were like a few meters away That's, from you our could, house. You could walk like from your friend door to your friend gate and walk back. That's how much we had walked. Yes, yeah. Out. Okay, out. And we, we got... we got Yeah, we got assaulted. And, and we were basically... And it's so uncomfortable because what do you do in this situation? It's either you, you turn around and you show them flames and then you could get like killed. Then you get seriously endangered yeah. for your life because, you know, women just die yeah or you just keep quiet and walk away which which leaves you feeling like broken and defeated and it makes you it's so dehumanizing because it's like it it breaks down at your dignity like little by little because the thing is we're not walking around trying to be high and mighty walking around trying to be respected as basic like human beings basic human decency is what is expected not as if you would 
throw trash on to the floor and litter we do not want to be the floor we do not want to be the the object okay yeah and these men were this is something i have to clarify uh, were like very much older than us we were what like 18 17 mm-hmm. and these men were like proper adults uh probably in their late 20s or something mm-hmm. and that's another thing the catcalling situation and the assault situation very much from older men. very much from men that could like be your father that could be your and dad they, and they can follow very basic like logic because people are going to say this very stupid line and something that your time might know because it's not even backed up by anything when it's said but they're going to be like boys will be boys this is nonsense what are you even saying you're supposed to like isn't your brain supposed to be fully developed by now no yeah it's like they just don't want to take accountability for any of their actions it will always there will always be some way found to not take accountability but you know what you can be accountable to some some statistics because if you want statistics we'll show you flames we'll give you statistics um our source is saferspaces.org uh <laughs> they're a south african south african um news forum that have written this article and provided us with some statistics regarding gender-based violence in south africa mm-hmm. uh so I just want to let y'all know that more than half of the gender-based violence perpetuated in South Africa is done so not by some random person, not by someone with an agenda against some woman, but by a woman's significant other, significant other, intimate partner, Mm. male counterpart. Not even getting into that, because men have like pea brains when they're like we don't want to like i don't see a woman getting attacked by a random strangers on the street you don't see it i would never do that yeah 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 okay yeah you wouldn't do it to a random person yeah because it's getting done by people that we're supposed to trust and people that we're supposed to be safe with and that's how we end up dead because yes. it's not it's it's not always it's it's most of the time not a random stranger on the street that's gonna come and who's and just gonna be there like oh but her loving boyfriend exactly it's either your boyfriend it's either your partner it could even be a crazy ex how many stories have you oh, seen my on, word. on the news of like crazy because uh uh ego bruised exes men, yeah. ego bruised men uh killing their ex lovers because out of like out of pure um what's it called out of the fact that their ego was choked yeah out of the fact that they just had to deal with rejection because men will come here and be like oh but my ex was so crazy bro like she expected me to not cheat on her or something (laughs) idiotic like that and then women will be there in their graves like oh my ex was crazy he killed me and put me here so no yeah yeah um so i think that it's definitely it's not something i mean in our law in criminal law right now we're learning about self-defense and one of the things and Mm -hmm. this makes you really think that if there's a system in place in the law that's how you know that this shit is like it's a pandemic it's a fucking epidemic that's Mm -hmm. how bad it is um it's called it used to be called and they're only calling it battered spouse syndrome now for the sake of equality of the gender for the sake of a gender neutral term and yes. a uh, not a very gender neutral like society exactly because it used to be called battered woman syndrome and it was it's a defense for when women kill their abusive partners Look, and, and this is what i'm saying the fact that the fact that the law has to 
actually equip itself to be ready for when an abused woman is going to finally lash out at her abuser and these women actually face consequences no because when you're the victim then you have to find twenty thousand things to prove your point and that's the point it's like no but she could have gone to the police she could have spoken and why didn't she say yeah she could have reached out to her family her friends there's i'm sure there was some why didn't you speak sooner guys when you're a victim of these types of things sometimes your body goes into survival mode for such a long time that a couple months later you only realize what has happened to you exactly or <laughs> or your abuser could threaten to kill you and then you if can't you, for yes, your life if you want to speak quiet. up about it because that's what mostly happens uh your abuser is not going to let you go and tell the whole world about how they're abusing you they're obviously going to want to remain or keep a facade on to the outside world i mean it wouldn't be um very good for them if everybody knew that they were an abuser because then yes the law would work i mean they would get locked up they would maybe face some consequences but the fact that they want people to see them as this perfect spouse that's not doing anything wrong you know i mean how many abused women have to you know cover their bodies up to cover the bruises up how many abused women are not allowed to see their families until their bru- their bruises and scars heal? The fact that like people want to say, oh, it's her fault because she's not leaving this person. It's her fault because she's staying. You don't understand. It's a life or death exactly. situation. Exactly. There could be children involved. There could be a life or death situation involved. She could be financially dependent because of him. Because yes. a lot of abusers make sure that they victims are financially dependent on to them. keep you in a noose not exactly. to keep you only in an emotional because noose. people try to logic their way out of this by saying well the abused person wouldn't do that that doesn't sound something like someone no. that doesn't sound like something a person would do people you cannot logic your way into a sociopath's brain you cannot there logic is, your way no, there's no logic into an abuser's mind you have no idea what those people are capable of and they will do anything to have somebody to yeah you know to basically take out their frustrations on to hold on to to have control over and the amount of people that women know i mean i'm not even you know i'm 19 dude i'm still a a teenager girl the (laughs) amount of people that i know in you know my family close my spaces (laughs) that have been abused by men that have been abused by their intimate partners it's It's not a faraway story that you see on the news and trust we see a lot of those on the news but it's it's right here it's in our very homes yes and the thing is that men know this too they just they turn a cheek they turn the other cheek they're like you know well i don't have it's that thing of like it's none of my business so i don't want to get involved <laughs> it's very much your business as someone who is perpetuating the patriarchy by just well, yeah, existing no because you'll be friends you'll stay friends with your abusive ass friend and you know that they're abusing their partner you know that they're abusing yeah because their, it's the boys yeah no but it doesn't matter because oh that's none of my business you know i can't get involved in their lives that type of mindset is what gets people is to why we're is why we're dying exactly. um and to throw some stats in your face according to saferspaces.org the article that i cited earlier just okay the first stat that i cited said over half of the gender-based violence is perpetuated by a woman's significant other yeah, male partner 56%. and under half of the 
that total pool of women. So we're, we're taking 56% out of 100, okay? And then we're taking the 56% as the whole number, slicing that in half and going under. Mm. That's how many women will actually report ever having experienced emotional or economic abuse. It says this in the article. Economic abuse at the hands of their intimate partners in their lifetime. Guys, that is that is a heartbreaking figure. Mm. You cannot <coughs> sit here and tell me you have a heart if you didn't feel something in when I said that. Yeah. And the thing is, men will always say, well, I don't know any men like that. I don't know. You know, none of my friends are like that. None of my friends do those things. But every woman knows a woman that's been abused. Ooh, every woman knows a woman that's been yo. sexually assaulted. No, that's because been exactly abused. That's been, you know, taken advantage of. So I don't know who's lying here, and I know it's not us. So I n- I know we're not lying. I need y'all to be real with yourselves. I need you to stop being ignorant to the atrocities that your friends commit. Yes. I need you to stop being weak willed and have a spine. And actually stand up to these people if you say that you're a good man, if you're not one of them, you know, if you're somebody that cares about women and that gives a shit about human rights, actually. Yeah. Um, mm. Maybe don't stay friends with people that abuse other people. Why are you so willing to stand by and hold the hand of an abuser? And it's not that we think like, oh, you know, all men are like this. We we know that there are certain men. It's just like in our in our twenty years of living, we've experienced this so frequently that you that you just like exactly. It's like Russian roulette. It's like you don't know when it's gonna happen next, and you might as well expect everyone because at the at the end of the day, if you don't take responsibility for your safety, it's always your fault. It's always your fault. Here's an analogy, right? If you went out and you got bitten by a dog, right? In your mind, there's going to be a PTSD response every time you see a dog. And you know for a fact that not all dogs are going to bite you. But when a dog is charging towards you or aggressively barking at you or in your proximity, you're going to be on edge and you're going to expect that type of behavior. How much so in the real world, after 20 years of experiencing this multiple times, not one dog bite, various dog bites from various types of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> come on, guys. You cannot come up to me with a not all men and expect me to have a good man radar on my head. Yeah, or expect us to answer you with uh, courtesy and like politeness. I'm going to give you the most sarcastic and rude response ever. It's going to be like, yeah, because if you come up to me in this day and age with all the information at your fingertips and say, oh, well, not all men are like this. Not all men do these things. I'm probably going to spit in your face. Like, I don't even you give exactly a shit about speaking know. at this point. I will spit at you because I'm going to be like... Because you're not there. Yeah, you're probably like... You're probably somebody that has done no research of your own that is not on any side of social media which is a good tool if you're not the person to do research to learn about these things i just don't care to speak to somebody that doesn't have any um what's it called that doesn't care enough to do their own research i'm not here to doesn't teach care you. enough to be in touch with the real world come yeah. on guys just go click onto your internet just scroll speak page to a woman bro y'all need to speak to women and not in a way and speak to us to actually learn from to us. actually learn because here's the thing I'm sure in 
a man's lifetime. They've heard this conversation many times, but the issue is that you're not listening. No, you know why? Because men think, and this is a, something that I also saw, it's like men think that feminism and women's rights is not a male, um, it's not something that men need to be involved in. Yeah, if it's not something that directly benefits you and puts a little presence in front of your face, then you won't do anything about it. I'm sorry, we're trying to fight for our lives here. I'm sorry if you don't get a little coupon code for joining our little movement here. I mean, how many men do you know that get, like, irritated when you start speaking about this? They're like, I'm oh, like, bro, you you're getting it irritated yeah. about my daily life. It's like, can you give it a rest, bro? That's all you talk about. Oh, man. Can you like, give can, it a rest, It's like, can bro? y'all give it a rest? <laughs> Can y'all leave us alone for like one second? Because if you did, I swear, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Like, no, because that's the thing. Um, around a a couple of years ago, well, this resurfaces every now and then. This little like prompts of if the opposite gender wasn't here for a day, what would you do? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And all the male responses were like reckless idiotic idiotic stuff that they wouldn't have to be held accountable for it's like oh we'll go like smash into walls and like break cars and blah blah and then women were like i would wear a crop top outside yeah i would i would look at the stars guys and you know (laughs) living in south africa men are they they excuse specifically is well as much as we're the rape capital of the world, we're also one of the crime capitals. So men also have to be on alert. Men also can't, like, you know, go out yes, at night and, yes. and do this and this. But at the same time, Take one we're, step not, further. we're not scared for the same reasons. We're not afraid for the same reasons. Like, as much as you are afraid of being, like, robbed and maybe murdered, uh, I'm twice as afraid as you are because I'm afraid of being robbed and maybe murdered. And then I'm also afraid of being robbed murdered and then having my dead body assaulted so i don't know and maybe not even dead body maybe they'll just rob me assault me and leave me to bleed out on the road and And be like nobody will believe you and then yeah nobody will believe you because you'll you'll come to a man and say this is what women are experiencing and then he'll be like prove it from facts or you'll be like this is what i'm experiencing and you'll be like okay but not all men do that and you'll be there with your head blown to bits bloody bleeding on the floor and men will still be there like but i didn't pull the trigger bro it's not about you directly it's about no, us that's what i'm saying they understand that they know that it's not about them directly they just don't they don't care this is what i come down to all the time and it's so simple it's such a simple thing to understand they do not because it's like, how can you not care they that you are... They don't give a single shit about why our problems. Don't, why don't... Why? Tell me why... They just think that we're a big inconvenience. They're like, oh... Your little come, objects, you're just supposed to be come, there. Yeah, here come the women again saying some stuff. And we have to actually listen to them. Maybe not. Maybe just take off your panties and, like, be quiet. Exactly. And I'm like, okay. Is well, that, that's just all we are. Maybe you should see why our our feminism turns into misandry. No, why are we so angry? <laughs> because of, because <laughs> years of trying to speak to men and get into their tiny brains turns into them just... It just wears you out, Yeah, bro. turns into them just objectifying you and dehumanizing you. At a, at a certain point, you're going to be like, well, fuck them. Like, actually, <laughs> fuck y'all. I don't give a damn shit about proving myself to you. 
So maybe I will just end up hating every single one of you. And as much as it's unfair for me to be like all men, it's fucking unfair for me to have to live in this world when as you have a to bloody infant. Yes. That my entire life is restricted because of the dangers that I yes. face. Just for being a woman. The fact that I can't go out at certain times at night. The fact that I can't go out without my brother. At certain times a day. Yeah. Without your brother with you. At certain times with me, I, my brother needs to be escorting me. Um, the fact that even if I'm with a group of other women, there always needs to be a man with us. There always needs to be like somebody some, around. I, sometimes I just don't want you yeah, around. We, the thing is, there's never we are not free. We, have no, we do not have the same freedom that men have to live our lives. And you guys might find that as not such a big deal. But I don't think that we should be sacrificing our freedom so that you guys can continue to do the things that you do every day. I don't think so. Exactly. I want to be able to go out by myself. I want to be able to, you know, go to a club with my friends and not have to be so vigilant, not have to worry about our drinks getting spiked, not have to worry about somebody Dude. getting kidnapped. I'm sorry. I think that we deserve that. We we don't have peace even more so, even to the to the highest degree in this country. Y'all don't understand the depth to which this goes. Okay? We're not speaking from even just one experience of, of this mistreatment or this this violence. We're talking about all spheres. We're talking about emotional, physical, sexual. Everything that you can go into. Economic. Economic is even there. Guys, South Africa, okay? Factual, factual-wise. Once again, according to the article that I've been citing, South Africa faces the one of the highest prevalence of gang rape in the world. How many countries are there in the world? You want to come here and talk about backwards nations and we're so forward thinking when this is this is our reality. Male victims of rape are an understudied group, right? This is according to the article. But surveys find that 9.6% of men reported having experienced sexual victimization by another man Mm. so can you just it's a man's world and not in the slightest do i put a positive connotation to that yeah no it's a man's world and we are struggling to live in it we don't (laughs) want to be living in this stifling patriarchal extremely dangerous extremely threatening dehumanizing existence that we're in and the thing is if a man's first instinct in protecting himself is violence right because that's how men are the first thing they want to do as soon as they get challenged is no they want to they want to just like oh i want to punch him bro why are we not afforded that same leniency why are we not allowed to do that oh because we could kill you why is violence such a thing looked down upon when it's woman because we do have a propensity for violence. I can tell you now, we have a propensity for violence and rage. No, it's when it's just it, no. Yeah, it's just that we have emotional capacity to to de-escalate the situation. Yes. But if a man is going to do something to me and, and I respond in self-defense. Yes, and I respond with violence or if if even the way that I'm speaking, if I am so angry and passionate to the point that I am violent. Why is that looked down upon? Like, why don't y'all there, do that all the time? Why are there so many measures in place yeah. to protect men against <laughs> completely, like, provoked violence? Like, they 
provoked a woman they fully assaulted a woman and then the mm. woman tried to defend herself she's the one who ends up in jail exactly so it's like men literally call each other slurs when they lose at a video game but i can't do but i'm fighting for my life yeah, yeah but like me being a little bit aggressive and not polite towards a man that could eventually take advantage no of yeah you're gonna good. no no it's over for you like no your career yeah your, you're men, gonna get blackmailed you're gonna get so no. adamant they'll be like well you don't have to be mean like just be nice and tell him to go away nicely what goes Bro, y'all on can't even be what nice goes on in yourselves? your mc heads thinking that we haven't tried every single thing in the book to get men to leave us alone do you really think that a simple no is gonna get some some like bro, if, you told of your, if you told your bros no like if y'all were out and then you, you didn't want to drink and then you were like no bro exactly <laughs> exactly you know we're not on, we're There's not even no on the same thing. level there is no such thing as saying no and a man actually listening to you. Do you mm. know how rare that is? Do you know how rare it is to and actually now, be nice? And now, because the bar is so on the floor, it's like, oh my word, he doesn't, like, slice up my organs. Oh my word, he must be a decent man. Y'all men are out here, I don't know, claiming claiming a whole bunch of women just because, I don't know, you, you take the seat out for her when y'all go out to dinner. We need more than that. That's That's not showing any allegiance you're not showing any solidarity with us by by doing stuff like that can you listen to us and fight together in the fight for us on our side yeah yeah no because um going back to like the thing of men being like well you don't have to be so rude you don't have to be so like you know i saw that thing on tiktok that is like men are always boasting about how much bigger and stronger they are than us and how much you know, they could overpower us physically. And the second you use that in a valid argument as they're to like, why... They're like, I could overpower you. And then you're like, you could overpower me. No, yes, yeah. It's like, why didn't you just push him away? Or why didn't you just, you know, punch him in the face? Do you think that a 5'3 Indian girl trying to punch a 6-foot man with, like, muscles in the face is going to do anything? Are y'all fucking living in a bloody, like, James Bond movie? This is not... This is not an action movie. We live in real life, and not everybody is trained in fucking martial arts and self And why do we have to? And exactly. Why I do we have, to, have to I shouldn't have to get to the point of touching another person for them to leave me alone. I shouldn't have to get to the point of, you know, putting my hands on someone when I could use my voice and they should listen to me. If I say no the first time, I shouldn't have to get to the point of pushing you or or screaming or doing anything physically violent to get you to leave me alone. That means that you didn't listen to me, you're crossing my boundaries, and you're basically willing to take advantage of me, knowing that I can't defend myself. And at the end of the day, it's just a big joke. It's just a big, like, not even a power struggle. It's just, like, a flex of power. No, yeah, yes, exactly. It ends up being something that feeds their it's like, ego nah, it's like nah, i could nah, overpower nah. you i have a big ego and do you know how terrifying that is do you know how scary it is knowing that the uh, that half the population is bigger and stronger than you and that they could almost always overpower you but we're living on purely survival that is, instinct that is terrifying and then to say that we are criminals if we carry weapons around if I mean, we if we have pepper spray if we have tasers yeah if y'all gonna act like that we're gonna act like this. exactly if i can't defend myself with my raw physical strength you better be 
sure that I'm going to have something to defend myself with because I am not... I'm not going to leave it up to fate. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to leave it up to the law either to make sure that nah, I because the law, safe. the law be on your own I'm side. I'm sorry, the law is good on paper, right? It's good in but theory. But it's not being... It makes sense, right? But in practice, as we all know... No, it's not I mean, every single South African citizen knows that the law in, pra- in practice is bullshit. You basically don't have any... Um, defense against anything. I mean, your your house gets robbed. They're not going to do anything about it. They're just going to be like, oh, your house got robbed. Yeah, like, exactly. That's just like... People in our country have to resort to taking things into their own hands because of the way... And then when you do... That the legal system then is... You're, then, then you're yeah, the one no, who's bad. The victim who eventually acts out Is against, now the culprit. Yeah, now you're the criminal. You're the person that they can, you know, pin it on. You're the scapegoat. So, um, yeah, just a disclaimer, like, anybody trying to, I'm, I swear, like, I, I'm not even saying this because I'm trying to be here, like, oh, I'm, if you're gonna, like, threaten my life, I think that I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I will Cause if, value yeah, my yeah, own it's like, life. It's like, not to offend anyone, but if you're trying to kill me, then, like, I'm gonna kill exactly. you. Like, come on, guys. The fact that we have to be even nice about it, it's just like, no, if you're gonna try to do anything to me that I am not okay with, uh, I don't think I'm gonna feel bad if I have to, like, stab you a few times to get you to leave me alone. Like, maybe that's the only thing that gets through to you guys, right? Like, violence. Like, something, yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing you guys can register, and actually, uh, that's a message that really does ring true. It's like, yeah, oh, like okay, when, if I when, stab you, when then you, maybe When like, you okay. get a little, when you get a little pain, when you get a little hurt, oh my word, because that's the only thing you act out on, you know, your your selfish, like, self-centered thing. Like, I got hurt. Maybe someone's trying to tell me something. <laughs> also, um, I don't know if anybody is new here. If you're new here, because a, more, a lot of the people that are listening do know us. But if you clicked on this expecting it to be, like, more educational, more formal, you know, very, like... Um, like we're spitting facts. Yeah, we're spitting facts. We're full on like, but you know, like with passion and rage. It's like it's more um, our way of telling the story than you know writing a little speech, trying to be like you know not offend too many people. I'm here to offend you because if you're bro. getting offended, then like if the shoe fits, wear it, bro. If the shoe fits, you better wear it, bitch. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be. Um, I don't know, I'm not going to say sorry for telling you the truth. Like, I'm not going to say sorry for making you have we're to, like, take accountability. We're actually just telling the truth. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, this is how it be. Um, we literally ramble on until... I don't know. Until we... We don't even run out of words. We just we run... Out. <laughs> we're literally like, okay, we need to, like, end the episode soon. And then we're like... But there's, but there's so, so much, much to, say. to say. Like, what? What are you talking <laughs> this about? This is why we have topics planned well into 2022, guys. No, yeah. <laughs> we have a whole year and a half. So y'all better no, be sure you're, whole half a you're year ready to listen to our voices. Because most of the time, we never shut up. And that's the point. It's like, if you want to know... Because we do educate. Like, we are you but know, we're, educating... We're speaking from an experience point of view. We're speaking from our raw emotions. We're speaking from yeah. stats... Okay, it's I'll, a mix. It's yeah. a mix. It's a good mix. It's not gonna be here all formal and stuff. We are using formal elements, but but this is something we really yeah, no. feel exactly. This is like 
close to home. It's like something that we experience. Yeah, so don't expect us to be so far removed. Yeah. Because we do actually care. So. We do care. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Um, Get in touch with us on our socials. Um, Instagram at TNK Podcast. And you can email us at TNK Gmail. T and cake at, gmail. at gmail.com and we have a link tree in our instagram yeah. bio so you can also go there if you forget any of the handles just check out our instagram bio it'll take you to all of that and yeah we hope to hear from you guys please send us your thoughts and suggestions and yeah thank you thank you so much for your time we really appreciate you we'll see you on episode three bye <laughs>